This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1035, Thingamajigs That Increase IELTS Speaking Scores. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today's vocabulary will save you when you need extremely specialized vocab on IELTS speaking that you don't know. Practice using these slang words to boost your vocabulary and fluency scores. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation, ask good questions, speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. Hello, my friend Aubrey. How are you? Great. I just got back from the chiropractor. Oh, (laughs) well, okay. (laughs) I have to go regularly because I think I told you I was in a really bad accident when I was like 18. And ever since then, it just has never been the same. So I have to sort of get adjusted every six weeks or so. But today was especially interesting because I needed, he was like, you need some massage on this one area. So he had, they have like a massage therapist there and she had some strong hands. It was like deep tissue. I think I have bruising. It felt great, but also really, really painful. (laughs) I've never had a massage like that. You know what? Um, I lived in Taiwan for a long time. I'm sure, you know, everybody knows that by now, but they have these amazing doodads like these these plastic thingamajigs that you put around your neck and you go like this and it massages you I've never seen these things in America um and any friends that come over um use this thingy and they're always so impressed and they're like where did you get this doohickey because you don't know the name of it. So you're coming up with all these words. It's such a good segue, Jessica, because we're talking about these words today, guys. This vocabulary, these random words we have in English when we don't know the name of something. But I need that. I need a, a doohickey like that that I can just put on my neck and give myself a massage because I feel like I need one all the time. I know, right? <laughs> um, but when you started that story, it did like really connect directly with what we're talking about today for me, because I could see students on the speaking exam, if they are sharing something about going to a very specialized, going into a specialized situation like a chiropractor, right? So a chiropractor is like a special back doctor, guys. They adjust your the bones in your spine and neck and such. Um, 
but stuff that has a very specialized vocabulary that students might not know all of the terminology, right? Especially for like medical practitioners that use devices for that field. And we don't know, even native speakers don't know what those devices are called. These are all situations that we need these filler phrases, these uh, general paraphrases that other students would never know. Exactly. They use this one thingamajig that has, it like um, pulses this vibration so that like sticks to your back and they use that nerve therapy. I have no idea what that's called. The only thing I would call that is like a doohickey or a thingamajig because I don't know what that is. Because we don't know. Yeah. I know know part of my physical therapy after my knee surgery was like, they sent me home with this device um, that I don't know what it's called. It was the same thing. Like I wrapped it around. I had to wrap it around my upper leg and target the muscles with uh, electricity, I suppose. Electric pulses. Yes. So it's like we have the vocabulary to describe and paraphrase. And that's what the examiner is looking for, um, for your vocabulary score, you guys. We're not always going to know all the specialist vocabulary. You're not expected to. As long as you can paraphrase, as long as you can explain and describe what you're what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So we want you guys to have this skill on IELTS speaking. We want you to be ready with these words that natives use and recognize your score is not going to come down if you don't know the exact word for the exact thing. The examiner doesn't expect you to, right? But you need to be able to talk about it. So we're going to teach you a few words that natives use all the time in place of something when they don't know the actual name for it. And we'll give you some examples. These are all perfect, especially for part one, because they're all very slang. They're very like, it's just a made up word. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Made up words. And yet these are words, I'm sure they're in the dictionary. Like these are for real, legit words. Um, You know, the There are certain red flag words in speaking and writing where if you use these words, the examiner thinks, okay, this person does not have band seven vocab. And one of those words is thing, right? And this is something I hear repeated all the time and not just in speaking, in writing as well. And we really need to take that word out of our vocabulary. Same with the word stuff. Like stuff is fine, but I I notice it used as a crutch For students, if they don't know words or they can't think of a word. So guys, today's replacements, you really need to write these down, okay? Um, I'm going to give you the first one because I have a short story related to it. Um, So the phrase is, what's it? And when we say it, it's like one word, right? Instead of what is it, we turn that into a noun phrase. And we're like, you know, the what's it, the thingy, the the thingamabob. Um, (laughs) So I had a roommate in college when I was in Madrid. Um, I lived with uh, three dudes. We all shared this apartment. And one of them was from, um, he was from, oh, shoot, I don't remember now. Oh, Trinidad, Tobago. And he... (laughs) He always forgot words, okay? He just always forgot words. And this word, what's it, was like in every other sentence, I feel like. He was always <laughs> like, oh, you know, the what's it. Let's go to the what's it. I ha- Where is the what's it? And it's, it's like he would it all use the this word 
all the time. So message for you guys, don't choose one of these words and use it all the time. Choose two or three that you can recycle. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. So that's Both in daily conversation because it can get old if someone repeats like that. And also on IELTS, you can't repeat the same one of these over and exactly. over and over. So you need to learn a few of them so that you have it ready if you can't think of a word. And guys, this is going to be on YouTube too. And I don't think you maybe noticed, Jessica, because you tell your story, but I had to sneeze and I like oh. stifled it and was like... <laughs> And I immediately thought, like, anyone watching on YouTube is going to see that and be like, what's happening there? What's going on? I missed it. But I was able to to do it silently so you can't hear it on the podcast at least. I'll have to watch the video. But um, that's good vocabulary to stifle something, right? Mm. To to hold it back, to keep it down, to keep it from um, growing, right? We can stifle a problem. We can stifle a sneeze. Oh, what a fun mm, verb. A great word Stifle. To use. Yeah. Bonus verb. Okay. <laughs> so the first noun phrase to replace thing or object or device or thingy um, is the what's it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, what's what's another another word we can use? Thingamajig. I like That's this so one a fun. lot. Yeah, and it's just all one word, thingamajig. And yeah, I can definitely see, like, let's say you get a question on speaking part one, just like Jessica was saying, about some kind of uh, a time you visited a doctor, something like that random, right? You don't want to even have to stop and think like, okay, you know, which doctor do I know how to say? You want to be able to say the first thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. a word like this can help you instead of stressing about like, but I, do I have the vocabulary to talk about that, right? You can just be like, I went to see um, this doctor and he had all kinds of thingamajigs in totally. the office and um, they like crystals and maybe it's like a naturopath, like a crystal healing doctor, sure. right? There'd be so many things there that you wouldn't know the name of, right? Yeah, So thingamajig sure. would be, you could call anything in that place a thingamajig. So here's a good note. Like, what do these replace? So thingamajig is definitely like an object, right? An yes. inanimate object. Um, same with, well, what's it? What's it could be anything. Anything. If you forget the name for anything, right? Because that's you, really just you saying like, what is it? What's exactly. the name for it, right? What's it? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, so same with the next one. Whatchamacallit. Again, all one word. Whatchamacallit. It's like instead of saying, what do you call it? We make it all together one new word. Whatchamacallit. And this is also for any name of anything or person that you forget. So even if you don't know chiropractor, for example, or maybe you think, I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm going to mess it up. I'm going to replace it. Because you can say like, I went to the doctor, the, um, you know, the, the, whatchamacallit, the doctor that, uh, uh, adjusts your spine. <laughs> There you go. And you don't have to know how to say chiropractor. This right. will replace, in IELTS speaking, our personal coach students, I'll hear them all the time say, how do you say, when they're trying to think of a word, yes. they'll say it over and over, how do you say, instead of that, guys, say, whatchamacallit, point. you know, or what's it? Oh, you know, the what's it. 
That's such a good point. Yes. Um, yeah, totally. As non-native speakers, guys, there are always going to be times that you forget words. And like Aubrey said, all students say the same thing. What is it? How do you say that in English? Right? Mm-hmm. And so, of course, natives would never say that. Right? That's not, we, we don't say, how do you say that in English? So again, if we're just keeping in mind the goal, the priority of sounding more native and natural, this is what you say if you don't know a word or you forget a word. Oh, it's the, the whatchamacallit or the, the what's it? Okay, awesome. Um, so the next one is also for an object, a thing, doohickey or doodad. These are such fun words to say. Yes, and I just realized, I think earlier you said thingamabob, which oh, I love yeah. that. It's the same as thingamajig. Like yes. those are direct synonyms, right? It's just replacing the word thing, like you said, right? Thingamabob. thingamabob. And then this <gasps> same thing, these are direct parallels, right? Doohickey yep. and doodad. So if you've already used the word doohickey to say something you don't know the name of, instead of repeating that, say doodad the next time. I love this. These are <laughs> such fantastic words, you guys. Um, and I know we're going to get some questions from listeners like, that does not sound appropriate for IELTS. Guys, IELTS is an English test. The examiner wants to hear you communicate like a native. And in speaking part one and part two, these are informal questions that demand for appropriacy informal vocabulary. So I just want to cut those questions off right now. Yes, guys, these words are fantastic for speaking part one and part two. I defy any examiner not to smile when they hear you say these words, guys. And if you can make the examiner smile, it's only a positive, right? Yes, like that's right? a good thing. And it's um, getting you that range of vocabulary yeah. you need. These informal slang phrases that are so native. We say them all the time, guys. I Like today or tomorrow, you're going to hear a native say it. Either yeah. on a podcast or a TV show or in person maybe. And maybe you didn't notice before because sometimes until you know what some things mean, you don't notice it. Yes. You're going to start hearing them because we say them all the time. That's such a good note, though. Um, I've been talking to students in a, a lot of our courses um, and even students in like the business course, for example, they say how some of the idioms they learn in the course, they start hearing immediately in video meetings and conference calls. Um, and they realize that Natives have always been saying these idioms and this slang, but they never noticed it because they didn't know the words in the first place. Exactly. Right? Yep. Totally. That's a yep. thing. That's a thing. It totally is. <laughs> um, so as a last note on this vocab, guys, um, this is also something we can think about as far as grammar, because these are usually part of relative clauses, because that is how we paraphrase and describe. So it's always going to go right before a relative clause. Like, you know, um, for Christmas, I got one of those, one of those thingamabobs that you wear on your wrist and it counts your steps, right? So it's always going to be followed by a relative clause, guys, or even turn it into a person, right? It's the whatchamacallit. It's the, the whatchamacallit, the doctor who adjusts your spine, okay? So let's put that into a context of paraphrasing. So you make sure to have that grammar in there and that explanation that raises the vocab score. Yeah, really good point, right? You're never going to be able to be like, oh, it's, you know, that thingamabob. The examiner will be right. like, 
what thingamabob? I know. <laughs> you know? Guys, these words never finish a statement, okay? No, they go exactly. in the middle. They go in the middle of a statement. You need that uh, relative clause to explain, like, now I'm going to paraphrase and explain what this is that I don't have a word for. No problem, right? Natives do that all the time. All the time. My son makes fun of me when I forget words because he says, Mommy, you are a professional language person. Come on. You should know that word. <laughs> he has he has very high standards. Anyways, we also have high standards for you guys. Um, if you want to find out where you are at with IELTS, um, what your whatchamacallit band score is, go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. Get your free estimated band score. You take a short quiz. We give you your IELTS band score, estimated, of course. And then you get free resources based on that score. We made three different levels of resources, guys. So they are personalized for where you are at with your English and IELTS right now. So check it out, guys. Allearsenglish.com slash my score. Awesome. Yeah, this is a really fun one. I'm so excited for our personal coach students to start using these words in classes. I can't wait. Me too. (laughs) Yay. Awesome. See you next time. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.